Welcome back to our Weird History Minisode, where we seek to bring you tales of the strange and unusual throughout history. What's this week about? <laughs> Last you'd like to know. Was, two weeks ago was, was just enough for me, okay? <laughs> Especially since we're recording it all in the same time zone and time period right now. It's all in one night. It's like, all the one I, big chunk we've been recording for hours now. The last one was just like, wham, <laughs> here you go. Weird stuff. Really weird stuff. This one may be weird, maybe not quite so weird. Still fascinating. And I do apologize. This particular one might be a little shorter than normal because there's not a whole lot of information, but there's a whole lot of plot twist. But what's it about? So it's generally referred to as cheddar. And Mr. Target, or at least I was to work that the, that's the title of the section of the book I read it in. Okay. All right. You ready? Zero like clues. I guarantee you will like this one. Then again, you yeah. like all of these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah. starting off, in 1903, a very old male skeleton was excavated from Ghost Cave in Cheddar Gorge, Somerset, England, by workmen who were digging a drainage trench. A drainage trench. Blah. According to the report, this male skeleton was found under a stalactite, stalagmite, I'm sorry. His feet curled underneath him. He was small, around five and a half feet, and was in his early 20s. It is unknown whether he died in the cave or whether he was buried there after death by his fellow tribesmen. And his remains have been dated all the way back to the Mesolithic era, which is typically between 9100 and 7100 BC. Yeah. Excuse me? Uh Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? (laughs) A very old male skeleton was excavated from Ghost, Ch- Ghost Cave in Cheddar Gorge in Somerset, England, by workmen in 1903, and his remains have been dated all the way back to the Mesolithic era of Great Britain, which runs between 9100 and 7100 BC. No way! Yep. No! Yeah. No, I can't believe they're actually really well-preserved remains from that era. I'm not even done with his story yet. I'm only just scratching the surface of. Say what? (laughs) That's so cool. Oh, I'm not even. Again, this is just the beginning of the story. So don't. I have no doubts. I have no doubts. I'm sorry. I just need to grab water. I was thirsty. Hit me with it. Comments, comments, can't think of any. So according to the forensics, Cheddar Man, as he is referred to, because he was found in Cheddar Gorge and Somerset, which is also known for their cheddar cheese, died in a violent way. There, uh, if you look up pictures of his skeleton or his skull, you will see a large crater-esque like lesion above his uh, right eye, which some forensic scientists have... uh, come to believe that that may have possibly been a bone infection, whether that's necessarily what killed him or it came from an injury or based on other 
other parts of his skeleton. I was not actually able to determine, but that's, that's the prevailing theory. So as I said, the skeleton is referred to as Cheddarman, and he is the oldest and most complete human skeleton found in Britain so far. He is actually housed at the Natural History Museum in London and the Human Evolution Gallery. And there is, because Cheddar is actually quite proud of Mr. Cheddarman, he is. Uh, he has a replica of his skeleton at the Cheddar Man and the Cannibals Museum in Cheddar. That's an odd name for a museum. Cheddar Man and the Cannibals. Actually, that sounds like a fun punk band. So his DNA was analyzed in 2018 and shown that he was a typical European at the time, having light colored eyes, blue, green, or possibly hazel, dark brown or black wavy hair, and actually dark skin tone. And an interesting point, his DNA also showed that he was lactose intolerant. Well, I, I can see why it would go all the way that far back. I mean, it's literally an enzyme that shuts off in your body. Yeah. And it's not very common for adults to have it. Then or now, because now it's pretty common. Well, at, at any time, it's just a, a something in the human body that you grow into as an adult especially especially if you're going from a hunter-gatherer into a farmer for sure oh yeah it became pretty common for us to be lactose intolerant once farming really became a thing oh yeah so what's interesting is and i'll get to this and a a little farther down in my 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 notes when there were there have been two facial reconstructions for Cheddarman. And by that, I mean, they don't actually take the skull and put it back together like a puzzle piece or glue it. They have forensic artists that recreate a replica of the skull and then apply based off of the DNA, what skin tone color he may have had, what eye color he may have had, what hair color and texture he may have had. You can also, if you know, if you've studied forensic anthropology, you can, uh, based off the bone structure, you can determine what shape of the nose is, where the cheekbones are, probably what the shape of the jaw, whether it was small lips or big lips and things of that nature. Forensic anthropology is amazing. The first facial reconstruction of Cheddar Man was based off of the kind of the current prevailing theory of the history of Britons in the area, which is pale skin, brown eyes, and brown to dark hair. But the 2018 DNA sequencing proved that he actually had blue eyes or blue-green eyes, dark brown or black hair, and dark skin tone, very dark brown skin tone to be exact. And his DNA also, there's a haplop, haplop, haplobe, haplobe group. It's a section of DNA sequencing that shows that there's actually 10% of the current British population with the same genetic lineage, lineage from what is known as Western hunter-gatherers. But this does not necessarily mean 
that the people belonging to this particular 10% are directly related to Cheddarman. It just means they, they share the same mitochondrial DNA makeup. So they're related on a very general population basis. During the life of Cheddarman, many of these hunter-gatherers would actually venture into England as they were following, I wrote down migrating food, but migrating herds of animals to eat as food. And around this time, which was roughly 10,000 years ago, England was actually no more than the peninsula coming off of Northern Europe because this was during the end of an ice age, but the ice caps hadn't melted enough to raise the water to make England an island. So you still had a couple land bridges. England wouldn't be an island away from Northern Europe for about another 2000 years or so. So although Cheddar Man is Britain's oldest complete skeleton, he is not the oldest human remains that have been found on Britain. In fact, and I don't have the exact skeleton or whether or not these were just bones, but my resources stated that there have been parts of skeletons at the least, because there, it's, it's, Chairman is certainly the oldest complete skeleton for sure. Um, but they have other remains that have been dated to the earliest remains in the area, which can be dated back to 900,000 years ago. I didn't even know you could do that. Although 900,000 years ago, it would certainly still be before the dinosaurs and we can still carbon date dinosaur bones. So I take that back. Now, the interesting thing is, is that the population of Britain during the time of Cheddar Man is estimated the entire continent, continent, Britain, a continent, the entire island of Britain, I guess is a better way of putting it. The entire island of Britain at the time of Cheddar Man is estimated to have only been around 12,000. The entire island. Mm -hmm. So very small groups of hunter-gatherers. So genetically, you might be wondering, because I certainly was, why these early people, these hunter, Western hunter-gatherers, were actually much darker than the people of Britain today, because again, the first facial reconstruction had Chenderman looking like a modern day Brit with very pale skin. So geneticists actually believe that it's linked to the appearance or the, the beginning of farming in the area and lack of vitamin D and the transitioning from hunting and gathering to farming. So where hunters would eat various fish or animal liver, which are typically high in vitamin D as well as vitamin A, farmers they were eating a lot more vegetables and I wouldn't say necessarily less meat, but they weren't solely just eating meat. So, you know, hunter gatherers, although not completely carnivorous, were mostly carnivorous. Now, when you got the hunters, uh, sorry, the, the farmers, your diet's different. So you're eating a variety of different other things. So that means you're not, this is, you're not taking in as much of essential vitamins as you would if you were just kept with the previous old paleo diet, essentially. So farmers actually developed soft bones, skeletal issues, and various other diseases and uh, health problems at the very beginning of transitioning into farming. So vitamin D, they, they essentially lacked vitamin D, which can be an issue, especially with bones. And although your skin does absorb vitamin D 
from the sun, if you're not also taking it in in the food, your body does not make enough as a daily requirement. You need to take it in with your food as well. So if you're reducing what you normally would have been eating in order to have an adequate level of vitamin D, something has to evolve for you to be able to have enough vitamin D so you don't get rickets and other skeletal issues or soft bones and brittle bone disease. So over time, it's suggested by geneticists that the skin tone of Northern Europeans became lighter over time so that while they're out in the sun, their skin would be able to absorb vitamin D better through the skin in order to uh, evolve and, and not have essentially brittle bone disease. So what's interesting about Cheddar Man's DNA, and this is the first plot twist, is that his sequency is so complete probably in part due to the cool and very stable conditions in the limestone cave at Ghost Cave that, a, as I said, a second facial reconstruction was done. And this was done by Adri and Alphonse Kennis in 2018, the same time when they did the second DNA testing. But there was a first DNA testing, and that was done in 1997. So why am I bringing up Cheddar Man? Aside from being really interesting, are you ready for this first plot twist? It is believed, although it's not definitive, you know, like 100% definitive, but is very close to being definitive that through genetics, they have found a direct relative to Cheddar Man. Speaking to your mic, I can't hear you. Direct descendant after all this time, they were able to find one? As close a match as possible. It's not 100%. Like the line didn't die out and we know for sure. As I said, he still that the the Western hunter gatherer DNA sequencing that he has in his haplot group can be traced to 10% of Britain. So there's somebody out there in Britain who's likely to have a direct ascendancy to Cheddarman. Let me find this picture of Cheddarman and that's amazing. Right? Right? Hold on, let me find the picture and I'll send it to you. Give me a second. Click on that link and then tell me what you think. Do they not look similar? The facial structure, the nose in particular, the lips, the cheekbones, that would be Adrian Target. So this is the Cheddar Man and Mr. Target. Holy mackerel. That's amazing. Uh Uh-huh. Here's the really... Here's the second plot twist. I'm sorry, there's three plot twists to this. So, <laughs> you're like, I'm on the edge of my freaking seat. <laughs> I'm right up against the camera. <laughs> so, <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> in 1997, DNA testing through a molar from Cheddarman revealed that a history teacher living in Cheddar. In Somerset, named Adrian Target, is very, very likely a descendant of Cheddarman, which from those pictures, yeah, I can, I, it's incredibly likely. 
Mm -hmm. So this testing for DNA was actually done for a TV series. I don't know if it was for Time Team or another series. It didn't specifically say, but it said regarding archaeology in Somerset. And the only TV series I can think of in Britain that does anything with archaeology is Time Team, which is a great TV show. I grew up on that. Um, But whatever this TV series was, apparently decided to, because Cheddar Man was found in Cheddar Gorge in Somerset, decided to try and find, test the DNA of people in Somerset to try to find the longest living families in the region to see if maybe any of them are actually related to Cheddar Man and his half-lop group. So the DNA testing revealed that Mr. Target's mitochondrial DNA, which is, is maternal lineage, has been in the Cheddar area of Somerset for at least the last 9,000 years. What? (laughs) So all the time they've been there. (laughs) Holy, I keep saying mackerel. I keep saying mackerel because I can't curse. Holy Cheddar? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can get some cheddar too. It's in my fridge. Mmm, yummy. Dublin cheddar? Mm, it's Trader Joe's. Yeah, it's still, it's good. It's just a Trader Joe's white cheddar. But, oh my God, that's so neat. Like, but geez, you never left. <laughs> well, technically, some of the family did, but I'll get into that later. So apparently this TV crew, or sorry, this TV series decided that they, along with several scientists, went to one of the local schools called Kings of Wessex School, which is itself a really interesting school. You should look this up. It's built on, or at least near history, as it is near to the ruins of an old Saxon palace. Yes, fancy. So the scientists, as I said, wanted to Uh, have participants to test their DNA in order to find the longest living families in the region. And out of part interest and part encouragement, Mr. Target decided that he would submit his DNA in order to get his, his, some of his history students to also participate in total. They didn't, um, this, this study of the DNA through Oxford university took in total of 20 samples and had them all analyzed. So according to Mr. Target, to his knowledge, before the DNA sequencing, his family had lived in the area, according to as best as he knew, since the mid-1800s, and he only moved, like in the Somerset region, he only moved to the city of Cheddar 20 years previous, so in about 1977, 20 years before the first DNA sequencing, when he began teaching history. So it's also really interesting that you have the oldest complete human skeleton in Britain, dating to an uh, an area where you also found a history teacher of all people directly related to him, who would have very likely visited that museum with the replica of Cheddar Man, not knowing that it was also his ancestor from 9,000 years ago. That's pretty cool for a history teacher. Yeah. 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 I'm not done with the story, yo. (laughs) There's even more plot twists? I said there were three. I've gotten two already. 
Mm-hmm. So the results, as I said, were done through Oxford University. And according to D- <laughs> DNA sequencer, Brian Sykes, he quote, he's quoted as saying, it's a close match. Although finding yourself related to Cheddar Man and finding out that you are part of the world longest lineage, according to Sykes, isn't too odd to find a genetic match given the very small population of Middle Stone Age Britain. As I mentioned, it was only 12,000 people in the entire country at the time. But 12,000 people dispersed over a country as, I mean, Britain's not huge, but a 12,000 person population, that's a very small population for a country of that size. Now, when he was interviewed about his connection to Cheddar Man, Mr. Target noted that, quote, we do look very similar. And if you look at the pictures, yes, they do. And uh, he's like, yes, and we both have blue eyes. And there is certainly a resemblance, uh, as, as Mr. Target continues, there's definitely a resemblance when you look across photos of my cousins. Now, plot twist number three, because I didn't see this one coming either. I thought my research was done until I found this. And then another interesting twist to the story, the final one, I assure you, a man named Craig Dent. And as I kept trying to do research on this, I kept coming with Harvey Dent in my head and it's still doing it because it's stupid. My brain is stupid. Craig Dent is from Melbourne, Australia. Whoop, whoop. Um, while researching his family tree, which is not an uncommon thing for people to do, He also found out, are you ready for this? So while Craig Dent was researching his family tree, he found out that he is also mitochondrially directly related to Adrian Target. I'm done. I'm going to walk away. (laughs) So the coolest thing about this is the two decided they would meet up. So what happened is that Craig Dent found out that he was related to Mr. Target because he, and then I don't know how you find out you're specifically related to Mr. Target specifically, but I guess they share a lot of things and he was able to find out through his genealogy research that he was very specifically related to this one guy. Although mind you, Adrian Target had been in the news off and on, I think since 2000, since 1997, when it was, done originally the original sequencing was done by oxford university so having found out that he was related to this semi-well-known person from this area of somerset craig dent was able to track down and connect and talk to adrian target talk to each other on the phone he found out this information in 2013 and the two of them decided that they would meet up. So Craig Dent flew to England and they both decided that they were going to meet at Ghost Cave where Cheddar Man was found. And there's also a picture of that online too. And it's really interesting. So again, they're all linked by mitochondrial DNA because it's your mother's line to your mother's line to your mother's line, all in your, your female uh, your line, which, which lasts a lot longer than the male section of the genetics. After meeting at the cave, according to my research, the two decided to sit down and then talked about family history. And according to an interview that Denton had, 
He stated, I knew through my research that my links to the Bristol region dated back many hundreds of years on both my paternal and maternal lineages. However, I was surprised to have learned through my DNA that my link with the region dates back thousands of years. And that is the story of Cheddar Man and Mr. Target. I think my brain is overflowing now. <laughs> like when we end this, I'm going to need to go and contemplate things. Such as who are you related to? No. <laughs> Trying to intake all the information you just gave me. And you thought last, uh, the other weird history was. That weird. one was just, that one was weird. Okay. <laughs> that one was truly weird. This one's fascinating. <laughs> this speaks to my archaeological soul. No, I'm kidding. But it, wait, it, wait until I think I've got it set up for January. No, don't tell me. <laughs> then don't look there's at our a reason, platform. There's a reason that you keep things mysterious when it comes to these episodes until the day we record, because then you get my genuine reaction and it's way more fascinating. It's way but, more fun for me too. That's true. That's true. It's so much more fascinating for me because I'm like, I, I never knew this. That's so cool. Yeah. So, so essentially you and I are starting to sort of slowly build up a field trip for the two of us to go to England. So now we're going to go to Cheddar. In Australia. Yeah, but I don't think I've had any weird histories from Australia yet. Because if I yeah. go there, I'm not we leaving. already know that that's part of our trip. No, 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 no. That's not where I was going with that. I was thinking, I mean, obviously we have to go to London and check out the, the British Museum because we're both archaeology nerds. But of course, we also have to go to Cheddar and see the replica of Cheddar Man as well as his actual skeleton at the Natural uh, History Museum. And then we actually have to go <laughs> and check out the... Um, Where's that? Where's the one for, for this week's going out? We have to go check out that museum. Oh, for, for, for the, the latrines. For... <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Okay. A what museum? Hold on one second. Because I want to get that. Chester. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, and yeah, we have to go to London and check out the, the British Museum, the Natural History Museum. We have to go to Cheddar to check out Cheddar Man. And now we have to go to Chester to check out the Dewa Roman Experience Museum. Yeah. We're, we're just going to keep adding to this list. There's, there's always a list. The, what I want to do if we do this, slash when we do this. Be a while. Obviously, because... I want to go for like an entire month and just travel, hop to different places to see different sites and museums. Oh, yeah, of course. And eat delicious food. Oh, yeah. I mean, that goes without saying. All right. Well, that's all I've got left on the fascinating tale of Cheddar, Mr. Target, and apparently Craig Dent. Uh, that'll do for this mini-sode of History Explains It All and we hope to see you next week as we trek through history to X. Ex-
explain it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, before we before we completely cut off, um, this will be the last weird history until November. Just a heads up. Um, during October, we're just gonna have full episodes the entire month on some very very fun and very very spooky topics so stay tuned for that but we will see you next week for our next full episode and then we'll see you through october for some really fun macabre stories and with that we'll sign off and we'll see you all next week bye, bye.